Mrs. Steen to live the dream and today we're talking about the fact of a lot of us have purpose calling and we don't know where that is. We lost it when we were a child. We used to dance, we used to sing, we used to do all of the things that we were passionate about when we lost it, when we became an adult and started adulting. But there's still that gnawing in our gut, a gnawing in our spirit, that gnawing desire because our mind is telling us we can't stay here, but we don't know how to get out. I'm that person that's going to help you from the gestation to help you birthing that thing that is your purpose through mindset, emotional, social, physical, spiritual, and financial help in order to lead you into the walk of the fullness of achieving what you are called to do. This is Taj McCameron. Catch you now. dream and today's topic is the conscious artist the conscious artist what is that this is a person that's on the other end of the spectrum you talked about the newbie that's the starving artist but what about the conscious one what about the one that's been there what about the one that has seen it all done it all experienced it all they've been on the inside they know what the industry look like they know the phoniness the fickleness they know the ups downs nastiness the negotiations the undercuts the connivingness it falls under the fake phoniness that lies within their industry and some of it is just sickening enough that they would make them want to turn around and say I've been here long enough I'm out you got that artist that actor that creative musician whatever some people sit up there and wonder how is it that these artists and actors, they be real, real good at what they do? You see them in a movie or a TV show, they, they make it through the entire run of the show, and or they make it through the entire run of the show, the run of the movies, the run of all of this, and then all of a sudden, they just drop off. You don't see them no more. They stop doing movies, stop doing TV. They stop doing anything that's recognizable to what they were doing. And people are like, well, wait, 
I know that you started a family or I know that you did that, but a lot of people, they still act. They still create. They still make music. Yeah, they had kids, but y'all just stop, stop. <laughs> the only time you see these people is when they pull up a MTV where are they now? And uh, uh, heyday of what was going on in the year that they were the most popular thing. And you're like, the unsungs for the musicians and the TV actors and stuff like that. They were on TV or they were on these things, but now you just don't see them no more. And you're like, what happened? And then you got people like, what is it? Uh, right now uh, it was an actress that was popular in one of the Disney shows and they asked her one time about would she ever let her kids do it she said no and you wonder well these people they've been there y'all there y'all living the life you in the TV shows you're out there you're no one sees no one knows what goes on behind closed doors in negotiation rooms, contractual rooms, business parties, PR, all that. These people be looking like they live in the life, man. I guarantee you sit any one of these people down and have a real, real non-disclosure conversation with them. They will tell you (laughs) some stuff that will make your ears. (laughs) Let's just be real. Be like, we seen, we know, and we conscious. To what really is going on behind these closed doors that people only wish that they could be involved in. He saw hints of it. If you've ever seen the movie The Devil Wears Prada, of the way that the conniving, backstabbing things that go on with negotiations and deals and moves and, um, transferences of contracts and so on and so forth that went on in that film and the little conniving things when you look at artists if you've seen any of the artist movies about the types of conniving things that go on in the back doors in back hallways of these music situations and then you've got the reality tv back doors and stuff that was going on where you think oh look at their reality look at their life and any one of those people will tell you none of that is real for one yes they recorded them yes that was their life yes but what they did was they made cuts and the people that were having the discussion got to say whatever the heck that they wanted in those 
interim interviews that painted certain pictures of certain people in certain lights and ways in those shows. Not real. Not real, not their lives, not the reality of the situation, nor the scenario. And the conscious artist at this point, nine times out of ten, they're fed up with it. This is why you see artists, musicians, actors, singers, name it. They get to a point and you see them just drop off and you're like, you was doing the thing what happened I was waiting for your next album your next movie your next TV show your next I was waiting for it man you just left they didn't just leave they were conscious of what was going on behind closed doors in rooms that nobody else saw and why am I talking about this because Some of those people had a real wake-up call in these past 18 months about whether they wanted to go back in or out, or wanted to be out fully. It came down to operating in these, these environments. It gave them a pause time to ask themselves do I still want to be here do I still want to go through what I'm going through on a month to month day to day basis do I want to stay within this company do I want to keep having to jump through these types of hoops Um, I remember one time I was watching something in relation to uh musicians and it was talking about contractual agreements due to the fact that you have artists can sign with a company but what happens when the company liquidates changes over management where the person that was owning the company sells the company to a new person and either the company name is changed or they just change out all the executives that were working for the company so the people that you was buddy buddy with that worked with you they don't even work there anymore because they don't like they didn't like the new management that took over the company and you're dealing with a backlash from the old management leaving and there being a new set of people that took those people's places and things that were moving more smoothly for you when the old set of people was there now moves slower and is more confusion and when you're stuck or you're sitting in the meetings with these people you're seeing things that most people are not privy to because people in the real world don't get to see these meetings let's just be real and but you can't say nothing but it's written all over your face when you go to your interviews and the interviewer is asking you a question about how you're doing with your company. And when the person blatantly says out their mouth, I can't talk about that. You know that other things are going on. 
a point blank, point blank period, conscious artists are aware of these things. Conscious artists understand. I remember I was looking at something earlier. It was another musician. She um, she'd made a couple of albums, and the biggest issue, and this is the thing that no one tells you about musicians and artists, is that um, you can create an entire album, an entire album, write it, get it together, have the whole thing done if the company decides that they want to shelf you that book that 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 project may never be seen by anyone give you a conscious uh representation of this alicia keys alicia keys and beyonce did a song together how many people know this how many people even remember that this actually happened Beyonce and Alicia Keys did a song together. That's in itself is an amazing feat to get Beyonce and Alicia Keys together. They did this. And people were hyped about it. They were going to do a music video. Matter of factly, if you look, search the internet for the song that they created together which was called, um, what was the name of it? Put a, uh, put it in a love song. And they did this song together. But, just be real, it never came to being. The music video was never seen. And if you watch interviews when Alicia Keys is questioned about it it's a coldness towards the whole scenario because we all know it was back doors and back channels is a reason that a lot of those things never come to pass some people blame one person the other people blame the other person but sometimes it's back door channels the people that that, that work in the back that these things never come to pass I've seen it happen with artists like Jojo and her whole entire case the way that they slated her and put her on the shelf that she was stuck in a contract that she couldn't move out of she only just recently was able to get her rights to sing and do go to a new label in the past five to seven years and she started her career when she was 12, 13 years old. And now she's 30, 32. (laughs) Come on now. Your music, your artistry can be shelved and not seen by anyone. Consciousness. You have to be conscious of what's going on in these industries. Because if you're not, You have people operating in high places that can prevent you from moving and moving forward on your own projects. Jojo, I saw her do a revelatory interview about the whole concept of everything that happened during that time frame that she could not put out 
uh, any albums. And she was only putting out EPs so that she could tour off of. And she was saying during the time she was under the label, she was putting in hundreds of songs. Songs after songs after songs after songs. And nothing, nothing was coming out. Because the company actually was preparing to shut down and by the factor of the matter that the company shut down because nobody knows a lot of people don't know this that that was the company that Aaliyah's uh, uncle created and the company shut down and when the company shut down all of her music got locked up behind the company move and she couldn't get the rights to that music all those songs that never nobody ever saw all of the things that were recorded all the content all gone and it's only a blessing by the fact of the matter that the records that she did record she went back to all of the the people that she had worked with they came together into our into a room and said look we're going to re-record all of the songs from those albums that she had recorded from the time that she was at that company just so everyone else could get paid off of the residuals from those contracts from those albums conscious artists this is why you see artists say I'm done I'm not dealing with this anymore because it's that kind of stuff that goes on in the back doors that nobody understands that your album can be shelved and it can take a blessing of Jesus Christ that the album get pulled off the shelf. That's another reason why you also have to be careful when you're publishing manuscripts because if you go through a company and the company says that they're going to publish your book and they shelf the book because it's not getting enough press or they choose not to promote it the way that it needs to you lose ownership of your written work same for the musician they lose ownership of their written work because the company that took it owns it And people may not hear from them. It's not because they're saying, oh, I'm not making any music. Their voice is owned by that company. And they can't put out any official music until their contract runs out. So they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. The person has a certain amount of albums that they owe a contractual grouping of people meaning if they they're indebted to the company a certain amount of albums new music then they will hold off that they could actually end up in legal dispute if they don't put all the records that they're supposed to put out out within the life of that contract and they can't do any other new projects until those albums are released 
or those albums would be indebted to the label. It's a whole lot of red tape. So the conscious artists have to protect themselves. How do I mean so? You look at a person like a JoJo, they would have had to have a budgeting system in order so that they can go out and tour outside of being in the label. They would have to have money saved that they would be able to then record their own music in order to put out EPs and LPs outside and from around their original label. Unless they're like some artists, they have their own in own individual label that they license their music out. Now that's a completely different story, but with their music being licensed out, sometimes that might be the differentiation in contract that because they're licensed out, they they their contract is set up you owe us a certain amount of albums instead you understand what i'm saying and with that being said that comes with legal negotiations of power of attorneys and so on and so forth having legal shields you need to have legal shields protecting you maybe you need to do resets uh Balancing out their monies and being able to, if they need to take a break and not lose their time because maybe they got legal stuff going on. Maybe they got stuff like JoJo had. She couldn't put her music out, but she was still able to make it and make an income off of it, even though it was not under the label. Having your money budgeted out that way in order to take care of yourself. Having the contractual agreements for wills, trusts, God forbid anything happened because how many artists have we seen? Major artists pass away. Their families. Hello. Look at what happened with Prince. Not having the right legal paperwork in order, people need to be able to know where your money is going if you have a lot of it and who it's allotted to and who it is not allotted to or else it's going to be a feeding frenzy the second that you die because everybody's going to want to cut because they're going to start coming out the woodwork I'm cousin, I'm auntie, I'm uncle um, mama, daddy, uncle, papa what have you saying I need a cut of that You need those things in order. Some people, they might just be at a point. They sick of it. And they need a break. And they need to make sure that the money that they have is going to sustain them during their break time while they figure out whether they even want to go back. Case in point, these past 18 months, having gone through what they've gone through, knowing 
what do I want to do now? Do I want to keep in this grind? Do I want to keep in this hustle? Do I want to keep in this fake phoniness of confusion and contractual agreements and executives and meetings and all this kind of stuff that is pulling them technically away from what really mattered to them in the first place because at the end of the day as sad as it is we as creatives want to be able to be creatives that create our art but our art is only 10% of the 100% pie the rest is your ads and your all of these other things your advertising your promotion your interviews your executive meetings your uh packaging your promotional tours your touring your music videos your your films your tv episodes so on and so forth all of these things it's not even about the time that you sit down and you write out your music you sit down at your computer and you play it i mean your your piano and you play your melody finding the sound that you really are desiring and that you're hearing which actually makes you happy and joyous the beauty of this time period for the artist of this past 18 months is they got to break away from everything else and the noise of those environments and they got to actually sit and be with themselves, deal with themselves, write and experience and talk about the stresses and confusion that they were dealing with in this time period in their music. To create something new, deal with the things that they hadn't been dealing with and hadn't been experiencing. Going in deep going in deep understanding the balances of the fact that during this past 18 months I'm pretty sure that they had to dip into places they weren't expecting the need to dip into in order to sustain certain things whether they had just personally came out with a project just before this happened and um they had to maintain and manage okay how we want to do this how we're doing the music videos how we're doing this and how we're doing that and they probably had to dip into their credit in ways that they weren't expecting they would want to have to dip into just to remain financially solvent to the level that they they were used to in the midst of it so that they could make sure that their branding and that whatever it was that they needed to do in that season was overcompensated for the fact that they weren't able to promote in person or uh to do certain things in person they had to switch fast and that cost money to make those switches from in person to virtual uh all those types of things having to shift those things if this is the climate that they're going to be in are they going to continue to remain in those places and dealing with those types of things taking the 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 time and maybe some of them probably had to borrow against their own life insurance policies let's be real for real cuz you can do that and i'm sure a lot of them um there are companies that literally 
will, especially depending on how high the life, because entertainers' lives, depending on how well-known they are, they will insure them for large amounts of money. Case in point, Michael Jackson was insured for several million dollars. Several million dollars. When he was um, preparing to do his tour through Lords of London. It will insure you. Having that life insurance policy on your life and depending on what you're using it for or length of time, you can borrow against that money and they could they were probably borrowing against their life insurance policies, especially the companies. If they had life insurance on the people that were under them, because I'm pretty sure they did, they probably borrowed against it to pay off debts. Because you can pull that money out. Mortgages. You can pull that money out in order to protect themselves and a lot of people right now are just in that place of things are opening back up and things are people starting to get happy but do you want to go back to that place with the knowledge that you had from this past 18 months do you want to go back into that place and into that space do you want to go back in smarter or do you want to go back in at all are you trying to reset your life if you're trying to reset your life what where are you going from that point where you start out from there are people that probably aren't going to come back to acting singing doing what they were doing before because they don't want to deal with the negative environment that was there before and some of it just for the money reasons is going to be more corrupt than it was before and they probably aren't even going to want to deal with it How are they protecting themselves, creating cushions for themselves in order to keep moving forward and potentially do something that makes their heart happy from a new place and a new space? And it's discovering themselves mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, socially in this new space and determining, do I want to go back into that or do I want to go into something new? If I'm going into something new, what does that new thing look like? What are the steps to walking into that new thing? What is the mission of that new thing? How does that sustain me in the place that I feel that I need to be now? And it would be wonderful to be able to work with people, to be able to know and gain understanding because all these people need financial security in order to make certain shifts and changes in their lives as they are transitioning to whatever new thing. So I'm going to say, anybody that is, is hearing me that understands what I'm saying, I beg of you, contact Steam to Live the Dream at Facebook and Instagram Financial Security. Until next time, this is Sajma Cameron from the Steam to Live the Dream. Love, faith, peace, and blessings. Bye-bye.
storyteller the one thing I've determined that most creators are are their storytellers they just try to package their story in multiple different forms of packaging a musician is a storyteller through music a marketer is a storyteller through advertising a actor is a storyteller on stage Performer is a storyteller in performance. A movie actor is an actor that tells a visual picture. Are you a storyteller? Do you have a story in your gut? Whether it's your testimony, your life story, your experiences, the thing in you that is your life. Do you have a story? What's your story? A lot of us have a story of untapped potential that we do not understand. What's your story? A lot of us are stuck in dead-end jobs jobs that we don't want because we have to pay for the bills, feed the family, help out around the house, take care of our responsibilities. Or maybe we're in the corporate world and we've got the good job, but we feel like we're not living up to the fullest of our potential or worse. We're living in the projects and poverty and we don't know how to get out. There's a scream in our gut and we don't know how to get to where we're trying to go. But we all have a story. What's your story? Let me help you Story. This is Dodge McCameron from Steam to Live the Dream. 